welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Wow, guys, I've got quite the episode for you today. I said at the end of the recording, but this is probably one of the best episodes that I've ever <laughs> recorded, one of the best guests that I've ever had on. I think because we covered so many different subjects that I'm obsessed with, and it was so good connecting with a like-minded practitioner, business owner. And this lady, Catherine Farrant, is a powerhouse. And I can't wait to share you with her today. You might have even heard of some of her products because she is the founder of three amazing companies, Ossa Organics, that do amazing ancestral nutrition products and food-based things like gelatin, collagen, bone broths. Theus Nature, that is a non-toxic, based skincare company and kinetic blueprint all of which we talk about in today's episode so I will give you Catherine's bio before I tell you a little bit more about what's covered in today's episode because it's quite a long one but Catherine is an entrepreneur and founder of the companies that I just mentioned she is first and foremost a homesteader a wife and a mother of three beautiful boys Catherine is on a mission to remind people of the true nature through healing and biohacking the body, but even more importantly, the subconscious mind. Her brands form a platform providing clients with elite performance in the space of mindset and health. She believes her purpose is to transform lives through the provision of lost knowledge, whilst providing natural innovative products to support this mission. The change in my life has been unbelievable and to think what is to come is still beyond my imagination, says one of her mastermind clients. And Catherine firmly believes in inspiring people to rediscover natural healing, reconnecting to their own body and becoming aware of their purpose. Her three pillars mastermind covers gut health, toxic load and trauma load like you have never heard it before. She also works with one-to-one -one clients and runs three in-person retreats a year. So she is quite a busy woman. And she still manages to take care of herself, which I definitely take inspiration from. She practices what she preaches. If you follow her on Instagram, you can see she is just like the picture of hell. She looks so glowing and radiant. And I'm so happy that she spent her like needed rest time with me today on the podcast. So we cover so much, but how she got into the natural world in the first place, because you don't just become this really passionate entrepreneur for no reason so she has a little background story that she shares with us the importance of organic ancestral animal products in particular for postpartum women and the benefits of tallow using on the skin the benefits of sunlight and why we shouldn't be afraid of the sun and some of the dangers associated with regular sunscreens on the market 
we talk about her postpartum um, experience and how she struggled with labor during the first two pregnancies and the shifts that she made in her third so she could have an amazing home birth experience and conscious conception which is something that I've kind of heard of, but not described in this exact way. Same with something called sacred geometric healing. I was fascinated to learn a little bit more. I've been hearing little bits here and there, but Catherine's explanation was amazing. We talk about ionized water, tips for transitioning from maiden to mother. So much good stuff. And we could have just kept recording, but I'm sure she will be back on the podcast. She agreed. to do that so I will be I will be on it and we will get back on to talk about more stuff because the conversations are just endless in my mind as to what I want to chat to her about so I won't leave you waiting any longer let's get into the episode today with Catherine Farrant. Hi Catherine welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. Hi Vivian thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on I am fascinated by all of the different things that you do you are multi-passionate and you're such an inspiration as well with all of the companies that you run and all of the information that you share online so I just can't wait to pick your brains on the episode today and we've got a few different things that we want to cover the importance of gut health the importance of reducing your toxic load and the importance of trauma awareness and looking at everything very holistically which is what you do you're not just like oh it's all about the food it's all about stress it's about everything even the environment that you're living in so we're going to have a juicy conversation today, but I'd love to know. I've not I've not heard your story in detail, but why did you get into this natural health world to begin? There's usually a trigger or a, a real deep reason why, especially if you're so passionate like you are, there must have been something that led you to do what you do today. Absolutely. And I think all of us in this kind of line of work have gone through a journey of our own. And that what that's for me what makes the work really authentic. And by the time I was 18, I was really crippled over with IBS. Um, I struggled with feeling super disconnected from my body. Um, I always felt a little bit uncomfortable in my own skin. And um, uh, my number one overarching symptom was that I was an absolute dedicated A-type. Um, everything to please everyone else, everything in perfect harmony, straight A's, you know, trying head girl of life, basically trying to be everything. Um, and I started to knock a little bit on how food affected the way that my gut was feeling at the time I was at university and I could eat an apple and I would just be kind of doubled over in pain and no one could put me in the right direction. And so as I started to uncover the foods that I was eating and the impact it had on my body, um, I then started to look at mindset and how the way that I felt in my body really affected my mindset like I wasn't feeling positive and alive if I felt out of my own skin and then I also realized that trauma comes in a myriad of different disguises and you don't have to have gone through some magnanimous trauma or some incident in your life that is remarkable enough so that someone would be like oh wow that was hard trauma can come in the littlest of pricks and I think I realized that just a few kind of things along the way in life had really affected me and because no one validates these smaller things as trauma then people just live as if there's nothing has happened and funny enough it was only well into my 30s that I that I 
connected those three dots, gut health, toxic load, and trauma load. And I quickly realized that you can't undo one thing in isolation because you will still be ill. So you could do all the supplements, all the food, all the information, anti-inflammation, and understand your gut really well and feel connected. But then you can um, be living in a very toxic environment, not connected to the land on which you live, and have once had Susie and, you know, whatever class when you were 12 years old tell you that you'll never be worth anything because you're not attractive or you're not that beautiful or you and that sits with you and so as I began to uncover the three pillars I was like this is life-changing work um and 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 it led me to where I am today and a second big driver for my um um for where I am today really was birth birth for a woman is a portal that is nowhere near enough um given enough credit or enough attention in this modern world and i had it go wrong twice out of three times and it completely shaped my life and now that i'm healed i can look back on those births with such honor and with a real sense of gratefulness because it brought me to where i am today but for women that are lost and feel pain and struggle and can't connect or understand what's happened to them through birth in their life it is a dark and lonely place to be so i've come through it all and now i won't work with any clients that won't um, commit to doing an amount of work that allows me to at least delve into um, a shallow, but I prefer very, very deep, but at least touch on all those three pillars. I will not work on one in isolation um, because you you will be stuck in the same loop and, and, and never come to the point where we all want to be at, which is connected to self, self-actualization, strong sense of self-worth, proud of who you are and clear vision for what you want to do with your life looking forward, not back. That is exactly why you are so passionate. Like, just explained it to me. <laughs> um, and how is it that you're working these days? Is it one-to-one consulting? Is it groups? Because um, obviously you're very busy with your businesses as well. Like, how do you have time? Also, part two question, to fit all of this in these days. Yeah, it's a good question, Vivian. I, I Sometimes I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out myself because I started off doing one-to-one work um a long time ago. And I do a lot of like supportive work through Instagram like and that's why my third business kinetic blueprint was born because through us organic and through fierce nature a lot of people were naturally drawn to the things that bought drew me to start those businesses in the first place and so there's always a lot of questions about my son's skin and my acne and my rosacea and my sense of self-worth and 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 I was just spending all this time voice noting people and I thought no I need to actually formalize the way that I teach people I can't keep a handle on what progress anyone is making through a one minute Instagram uh, voice note. And so th- the way that I like to work is um, the, the biggest reach that I'm able to kind of um, achieve is through my masterminds. My current mastermind is 52 weeks long. Again, I, I'm not interested in working with someone who wants a pill, or, uh, you know, that they're just going to take and tomorrow everything's going to be fine. So these are people, men and women alike, and couples, which I'm adoring working with people and couples who are committed to making real change in their life. And this is a year out of your life that will change the next 20, the next 50, the next 60, because I'm not telling you how to do something, then you go away and do it like school where you get kind of parrot fashioned, learn to, and then you write it down. And I'm actually inspiring you to change the way that you live. Um, I do do one-to-one work, but at a very high level and over um, at least a three month term, because otherwise, you know, what is the point? And um, I also run a number of pre-recorded courses, which I love, love, love doing. So I'll always pre-record a course with everyone who wants to join the first time that course launches live and then from there people can um go into the recordings because for the work that i do like a lot of it is based on energy and vibe and 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 the feeling of yourself and a person you'll well know that you like to work with people you connect with and i can tell you now like 
since 2020, um, I've learned to understand and I will tell everyone that you can feel energy, you can receive energy, you can read energy and you can heal and really learn online. You don't have to be afraid that it's not the same as in person. It's a very, very, very powerful energetic exchange online, which is why I teach a lot about being careful about what you're reading and who you're listening to and what you're looking at. So that's how I do it at the moment. Um, and then to answer the second part of the question about the three companies, I've literally practiced what I preach. I talk to my clients all the time about outsourcing. You cannot do everything. You can do anything. So you find what is your key. And this is the hardest thing for people. Like, what is that golden key that I just put in the lock that is perfect for me? No one actually knows. Why do you not know? Because your gut health's out of whack. You're not in tune with your gut feeling, your instinct. You know, you have no idea of the actual biological process of your body. It's a big, big problem with people. They don't actually know how the body functions, let alone how we give birth to a baby, et cetera, et cetera. So there's basic scientific and biological training. But also we are so clouded up in here and we're not aware of the story we tell ourselves every day. And no one understands that 90% of the world are living in the outside. There's only 10. I think it's more like one. I always repeat that quote in a different way. There's only like 1% of us that understand that changing the inside changes the outside. Um, and so I outsource. I have a beautiful and really dynamic team. Everyone on my team has come to me through the weirdest and most wonderful ways. And I've just immediately known like our commercial um um, kind of support um, Roxy joined us two days ago and I, I think I talked to her for one minute on Zoom and I was like you're hired she's like you haven't asked me any questions I'm like it doesn't matter I've seen your CV I've seen your work I feel your vibe I feel your energy mm -hmm. you this is the puzzle you belong this is the piece in the team that you're going to fill you know so I have a team and I really have got really 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 good at spending my precious time on things that matter to me my homestead growing my own food and veg living out off of the grid which matters to me I mean, off of the grid in terms of, of course, I have electricity and lights and all that jazz, but outside of a lot of structured systems that a lot of people in society prefer to live inside of. Um, recording content is vitally important for me. People think it's fun to sit in front of a camera and talk all day long. That is my passion. That is my work. That is my life purpose. That is the essence of me to share wisdom that I've gained. That's not my own, that I'm uncovering and reminding people of. And then my team will help do the rest. And that's really the only way that it's possible to do it is to find the right people, support and build a system around yourself that works. And so, you know, when you push this button, this happens. When you push that button, that happens. And it does take a time to get there. I don't say that happens overnight. But in the fourth quarter of my mastermind, I teach all my people who have now gone through three, six, nine months of all the things that I'm telling you about how to do that for themselves because it's possible. And you can first and foremost be a mother. I'm a mom of three boys, a wife. To a beautiful husband and you know we are we have a, our family life is first and foremost so it is possible but you you got to know how and you got to work on yourself to get to to get to that point I love that and I totally agree about the online stuff I'm the same I love recording content I never used to be like that though I used to be totally like camera shy and self-conscious hated public speaking but I found that as my body's got healthier and obviously like my skin's cleared up that helps when you've not got a face full of cystic acne and you're trying to preach the benefits of natural health it doesn't really add up um, you can feel like <laughs> yeah. an imposter um but I was just curious with your um, intuition and how your mindset's completely changed over the years do you think that's been purely physical like your physical vessel is healthier so your intuition is more switched on because I've definitely felt that or have you done a lot of specific trauma work and really had to work on your mindset I speak about it on my website. I used to, um, when I was little, we were at church every single Sunday and 
I used to look at people's um, shoes as they walked up and down the the, uh, the church aisle to go and get the uh, sac- sacrament. And i that's how I started my energy training. I actually started to read energy through people's shoes and feet. And then I could quickly call it, this person is this foot tall, this is what he looks like, this is his nature, these are his weaknesses, these are his strengths. Um, I think it is twofold. Number one, the clearer your vessel and the more that you um, are connected to yourself, you understand biological processes. And I always talk about this in my mastermind, resilience. The more resilient your body is, 100% you become more in tune and you can read energy. I actually do a course on how to read people's energy. But people are always like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just not psychic. Well, of course you're not psychic because you have to work on how to actually feel, see, hear, whatever your gift is, because we all can be psychic and different ways but practice 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 adam i have a mom who always talked to me um when i was little about like anything is possible you can visualize your husband you can visualize your life you can visualize your marriage you can visualize your children you can visualize your everything which i did but the absolute linchpin is what you say which is like how you feel in your own body and how clean your vessel is and that doesn't mean you're never going to drink alcohol again and you're never going to have a pizza and you're never going to have fun it's not about that it's about resilience so that means that you work and work and work so that at the core you are so so strong that when you fall off the wagon and you eat a slab of dark chocolate or you fall off the wagon and you drink off a bottle of wine or you um don't do the gym for a week or whatever or you get stressed in a moment that your body knows how to pull itself back. Most people are looping in a state of stress in that fight or flight um, state of the nervous system. And that brings on adult ADHD and that allows for people to just lose themselves. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a matter of making a decision to make change, taking action and doing something to better your physical vessel, your, your actual health, and then practicing, working on, encouraging yourself to read energy in the different ways that it might happen working with people like myself to learn how you actually do that every human is the most dynamic and amazing and capable being like the nature of being a human being is unlike any other like we have thought we can think we have an idea that if we let it persist and we give it energy it'd be manifest into a thing case in point my three businesses you can do that but just no one you know no one seems to want to actually pull up their sleeves and do the work yeah, it's all it's very suppressed so we all have the gift but you were kind of encouraged to listen to that as a young child and it's obviously paid off now and I'm guessing you're doing the same with your kids um would you say at any point 100%. in your like adult life you've you've experienced burnout with the different businesses and things that you've been doing um with work great question I I am um... I lived in a cycle of I don't know how long it used to take me maybe three months I lived in a cycle um where I would just eventually burn out and then I would start all over again and this is what happens to most people is you don't actually realize um and then you find one thing that gives you a little bit of respite or a little bit of energy back and I found this a lot with mastermind um potential clients they get on a call with me and because I'm me I end up doing a 90 minute free session and clearing this and healing that and telling this and sharing that and that person gets that little bit of burst that brings you back and you think, yeah, I got this. And then they're going to go back into their three week cycle until they burn out again. Um, so I, my whole entire life, I only stopped burning out when I um, appreciated rest and I reformed myself as an A-type. And I mm. teach about that. Like it is diabolical to be a female A-type. An A-type in itself is hard. A female A-type is the worst. You lean very much into your masculine energy. Forget about the divine feminine. I'm not talking about 
gender or anything here. I'm talking about essence. Um, you, you, you stop understanding the power of rest, of stopping, of receiving. You stop understanding that everything in the essence of a woman is about creation and, um, um, you know, soft, soft, gentle energy. And we're designed, we're, we're pushed rather by media and movies as modern women to like push a baby out, be back in skinny jeans, boom, 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 work like your husband, think like your husband, make the same money as your husband. And I did that. I was a partner in a wealth management firm in the city for 10 years, made partner by the time I had my second baby, the whole story. And um, when my third child was born naturally at home, I stopped and I had 40 days of postpartum confinement, which I talk a bit about on my channel. But before that, maybe about uh, two years before that or whatever, I'd reformed myself as an A-type and I've never burnt out since. And I have three children, a loving husband who I'm working super hard on paying as much attention to as I can, because in that repressed state, in that A-type state, you know, not a priority, Mr. Husband, not a priority. And that was a big mistake. Um, and because I was conditioned to believe that I'm strong and I'm powerful and don't really need a man and all that rubbish talk so um no i have not burnt out once since since um since that time since i reformed myself and understood how to really nourish my nervous system and see the signs of being off balance and taking action there and then instead of waiting until it's too late mm. i'm so glad that you brought this up because it's something that i'm diving into just as a woman and just the way that the media is brainwashing us to believe all of that stuff that you just said um, as a business owner as well it's so easy especially when you love what you do to so just like yes doing it all day long and not resting and then it just becomes a vicious cycle like the more success you have you're like oh like yeah, go further and further um but yeah I'm really learning to like lean back and get back into that feminine energy again before I reach burnout because my health with what I've been through is like number one priority now so I'm never gonna put that yeah. at risk because I know how difficult it is when you don't have your health um, you can have all of like the financial success in the world, but if you have crippling stomach aches every day and your brain can't even function, you're not going to be like happy. And I actually found that when you take care of yourself more, you probably are more successful and creative anyway, because you're in this flow. So we're not designed as women to be hustling 24 seven. We have this cyclical nature and we can still do all of the things, but if we actually just like, happens and when we feel most inspired and desire rest and slow down we can actually be like even more successful doing that so I absolutely love yeah. that um, and is it the the first two children that you had that you said you had a terrible birth experience with do you think it's all tied to that chronic stress that you were in um I think I was completely undereducated as is every woman today. And there are some very, very lucky ones um, who stumble across powerful women who will share the portal that you travel through when you give birth for the first, second, third time. Each time you are born as a new mother, the mother that that child needs, the person, the woman that that child needs has chosen for you to be. Um, and I don't think it was 100% connected to the A type in me because I was very honoring of my pregnancy. And that's when I started Us Organic. Um, my oldest son will be nine in November. Um, and I was eating oxtail stew for breakfast. I was very into I'd thrown pregnant care tablets in the bin. It, it was the first gift to me to understand that this was my life calling. Um, I knew that my job was, uh, I still stayed in my job another two, three, four years until I made this partner thing and then got out of there. Thank heaven. <laughs> but it was more 
that I had this idea that I was just going to walk into a hospital and that the doctor and the midwife were actually there to support me in having this holistic, orgasmic, natural birth. And that everyone wanted that for me, not knowing that no one wanted that for me. They wanted me in on a Friday morning. They wanted me out on a Friday, on a Sunday, because that was staying in this hospital was like three and a half grand a night or something ridiculous. Um, and that the whole thing was a money-making racket and a business. And I was just completely under prepared. And, um, that is a, a sad reality of 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 modern uh, birth in in most countries in the world, even in England, where it's midwife led and all that jazz. It's 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 really really sad. And I ended up twenty thirteen. Um, was my first son emergency cesarean. Twenty fifteen, different hospital. Um, same thing. Just like begging for someone to actually listen to what I was trying to say. Five days of natural labor, emergency cesarean. Twenty twenty, completely turned my back on the system delivered my baby at home with a midwife and a doula and um, was nearly um, reported to child services by the head of one of the hospitals that I delivered my second baby at because were you in England at that point I I was still in England yeah and I um, and that's when I saw um, power in my husband like I'd never seen before but he got down the phone to this woman who's now the head of midwifery at this hospital which I won't name and um literally said he works in crisis and reputation management he was like if you or one of your team put foot within 15 meters of our home there will be a court case larger than you can ever imagine on your head Mm -hmm. and she was uh, giving ideas that I was going to have the baby taken away when the baby was born so eventually my whole birth I mean you can't even imagine like I I had to go rogue and um thank god I had these women around me and I had my husband supporting me Mm -hmm. to hold that space because as you get closer to birth you become very very um decomposed liminal floaty every bit of constitution that you hold within you dissipates so that you can actually give birth to this child let go of yourself and travel um so as not to feel pain and all that jazz which i discuss a lot in my three-week natural birth after cesarean class i can't get into it here it's a whole nother world but um you're very weak in constitution in those late days um in those late days of late of, of pregnancy and um, it was a real shame on the system. Um, and I, I know I said to this woman, like, I will end up, I will need mental health support for a very long time if you force me into having a third cesarean, which was going to be the case. Because what happens now with mothers is if you've had one cesarean, mm. well, that's the interview. You know, you could that try for a main, back, That was the main reason that they were like on your case. Main reason was that I was going against medical advice. And I'd already done that before. I'd pulled the drips out of my arm and left the hospital after my second baby was born by emergency cesarean because I felt fine, but I was being treated like they were trying to put pump drugs. And I'm, I literally teach my mastermind clients now like allopathic or modern medicine is there for when we need it. I do not uh, turn my back on it for a trauma and emergency care. And when it's needed, thank heaven for antibiotics and all that jazz. However, Every time you are given a prescription or pushed upon with a drug or an injection or whatever it might be, if you can't understand what that doctor is telling you and why, if they're not making enough sense for you, that you're not the comfortable, 100% comfortable in your bones in that moment, you either keep pushing them with a billion questions or you walk away and do some research and then you come back. But there's not enough um, vulnerability through allopathic medicine where someone, where the doctor goes, look, I don't actually know if this is going to work. I'm not too sure. These are the side effects. How do you think about this? What if you go on the contraceptive pill? This is what might happen. You know, so I just am pushing for more of that. And I was so in my power in that moment. I knew all that stuff was wrong. So 
potentially I had like a record at the hospital. I don't know, but this um, birth was, was just because I had a private midwife that I'd paid outside of the NHS and they didn't like it. And they believed that I'd had, that because I'd had two cesarean sections, no one looks at my scar, no one assessed my scar, no one assessed my mental health, no one assessed my physical health. No one even talked to me. Mm -hmm. I'd worked with five years of practitioners mental health read 40 books and my scar everything about me was perfection i was like the absolute perfect candidate for VBAC. no one even asked me in the nhs but they were unhappy with the fact that i was going against medical advice and they thought i was putting the risk the health of the baby at at um at risk which would any mother on the planet do that to the for their child you know um any family let alone a father a mother and a whole nuclear family around me at that time so it was very eye-opening for me um and um, a, a, a huge part, a huge learning curve for me. I'm super grateful to birth. It's a massive part of my life story. And thank God you had that strong masculine energy to protect you and yes. support you during that time. Yes. That actually gives me goosebumps. Because, yeah. yeah. When you are disconnected from your husband, um, which most women be, can become, as you've married for long, we married 13 years this year, married long periods of time, you become very used to each other and you almost like can get annoyed with one another and you, we emasculate the men in our lives. We belittle them and put them down. And, you know, um, we, women are the doers. We're always running around and seeing the laundry, seeing this, fixing this, fixing that. And the husband can never do enough and all that. And I'd really, for two years, three years, I'd been working on remasculating him and, and honoring him for all the things that he does do in our family, for the guarding, for the protecting, for the providing, instead of nitpicking about the fact that he doesn't pick the laundry up when he walks up the stairs. Um, which we all like to joke about and stuff. But actually, if you keep pushing in that energy in a marriage, it's very destructive. So we were at a very, very... very, Mothering energy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it can can be very destructive. And I teach a lot about that. I also teach a lot about sexual energy in a partnership and the honoring of that in a very sacred union and how important it is. And all these memes and like reels of women like joking on the husbands and even like the Peppa Pig scenario of like the fat dad who's lazy and gets everything wrong and the butt of all the jokes and stuff. It's society's emasculation of men and it's tragic. So I myself flipped all of that on its head, realizing I was being kind of brainwashed in a way and everything, everything transformed. He stood up at that birth. Like I've never seen anything like it. And I also moved through that birth, not expecting anything of him. You know, I think with a lot of my clients, like my husband isn't reading any books and my husband's not interested and my husband's not, your husband is your husband. He's providing for the family and holding a space for you. He's not your doula. He's not your birth worker. He's not your midwife. He's not your nothing. He's the male support in your life. And my husband was downstairs for my 18 hours of labor, feeding my other children, nourishing food, bringing me up hot cups of of broth and sourdough with thick grass-fed butter on it. And he just sat quietly in the corner and watched as I birthed. I don't expect him to know anything more, do anything more. Whereas in the previous two births, I was on him and moaning. And so that change in itself through my through my mastermind, I, that in itself is like a course that will change your life oh, yeah. and change mine as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And what do we need to know about that transition from maiden to mother? I'm just thinking like my future self in a few years. time, hopefully um, when that happens, like I want to go into it with, I know it's just, you have to kind of just wing it sometimes and nobody knows exactly what they're doing. There's never a perfect time, all that good stuff. But yeah, what are the the key things that we need to know? It's a beautiful question. You can be so conscious in every part of that journey. I literally did a course, I think it was in 2010 or something, I was studying Feng Shui and and the energy of the land and all that we were chatting a little bit about before um, we connected, before we recorded. And um, 
you you work with this like bagua which is the grid of nine energies across your home and the one is like family and i drew this picture of these three souls and i named them and then i'm not kidding like i don't know it was years ago it was like I don't know like five years before I had kids which is now nine day limit off in 14 years ago and um my my I had two sons three these three beings three boys the little one never I never named him but the two big ones I put Jack and Tom for some reason and obviously when you go 14 years later or nine years later whatever it was my husband and I were like what are we going to call our kids and we had a very like organic and open conversation and when I look back I was like oh my word (laughs) so you can um you, it's a journey that you can be very, I encourage you to be very conscious about when you are ready to conceive. Um, I work in my mastermind through conscious conception, uh, you know, that it's been scientifically proven that there's like a portal at the top of the head, an energetic portal that lets in the energy of that soul. Because remember that conception is a scientific process that we all know about. We don't look it up again when we're going to have a baby, but you should. Um, but energetically, the energy of that soul comes in and out of that womb for the first seven months and only at seven months integrates into the body inside of your womb so you can consciously call that energy in during sexual intercourse i did that for all three of my pregnancies and funny enough because my third son was born five years after my second son i forgot i forgot about that in those days i wasn't teaching it like i'm teaching it now and i was looking through journals because i would struggle to conceive with our third child um and uh I read uh, how I'd written to myself about this conscious conception process. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is it. And and literally that next cycle we conceived. So that journey is very beautiful. It's a very, um, um, uh, as you said, like organic journey where the transformation in you just happens and you witness it and you honor it. But I would encourage you to be very conscious about conception, very conscious about the state of your vessel, of your body, very conscious about the energy within yourself because the baby connects imprints to the mother's energy during pregnancy and really feels what you feel in your pregnancy, whether you're anxious or nervous or scared or paranoid or as as a lot of women can be, especially if there's been a history of loss or family stories about birth, very conscious of the thoughts that you have been told about pregnancy and birth, like, oh, everyone in our line put on 50 kilos and was so unhealthy and we all had gestational about diabetes. Everyone in our line had a C-section. You might as well just, you know, lie down on the table. So all of that. And and then my, my number one, number one, number one tip is like when that baby comes, if you do not know, if you're like me and you're an A-type, you're going to suffer. You're going to stress out your adrenals and you're going to hurt yourself. So find a way to force yourself to rest and it will be the hardest thing you've ever done, but the greatest thing that you've ever done. So good. Like going to take notes, listen back and like yeah. study that as like Bible. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I hear all of these like negative stories, especially with business owners, like, oh, you know, you're not even going to have time to like brush your hair, wash your hair anymore. And I'm like, why are there so many negative stories it's it's again it's just like instilling in our mind that we're not going to have our own lives anymore like your relationship's just gonna like completely crumble um but yeah there's inspiring stories and people like yourself who shows that you can do it a lot do a lot but you can outsource and not wreck your adrenals in the process 100 percent. and you have to also remember that it is like like anything it's hard you know that transition is hard because when you are a maiden and then you wake up or go to sleep or whatever your birth happens and you're a mother, you are you have sacrificed a certain version of yourself and women battle with that letting go. Um, and so that comparisonitis is very difficult. Again, if you're not strong in your marriage, you will always struggle because Mr. Sir that you're married to, nothing has changed. Body has mm-hmm. not changed. Mind has not changed. Boobs have not changed. Outlook has not changed. And he's become a father in his masculine. He still has to go out and hunt and come back and provide. 
you have to now more deeply lean into nurturing and building and growing your homestead. So that is a very hard one to, to get away from. And there will always be an element of, I'm so tired. I did this. You didn't do this. You did this. You didn't do that. Um, and everything comes with sacrifice. And I, we all go through it. Like if your husband's going to provide, not all families work like that, by the way, I'm talking in a very generic sense here. You might be the provider. I don't know how it works in different families and there's no rules and nothing is right or wrong. Everything is just as it is. Um, but you can't compare your career you and you do have to sacrifice you you there's no such thing as having it all like everything has a small amount of sacrifice and everything is a value trade so if you believe that sacrifice is great and you can give it or it's going to too great and you can't give it that's your decision to make so you can't nothing is as it seems like you have to make decisions for yourself on a daily basis. You have to spend money on things to outsource in order to have the things that you really want. So I can't homeschool three kids and teach them. I've got someone else teaching them. I've got an amazing lady here that helps me cook in England. My husband and I were doing all the cooking. It nearly broke us. We've got an, she helps me with the, the youngest little one when I'm not playing with him. Some days I don't see him and I hate that. Some days I see him so much that I'm ready to just dive myself into my recording and my contents and and but there's some non-negotiables for me i drive my kids to school or to their homeschooling group when they go i wake up with them i co-sleep with them until they're ready to not co-sleep i breastfed all the kids till they were close to two but that is not that's my story and that's what worked for me you set your non-negotiables and you don't judge yourself either if you wake up in a place where breastfeeding it doesn't feel right for you you only breastfeed for six months you just make sure that you are doing everything within your alignment. Because if you give up breastfeeding early because you didn't try enough, you will regret it. If you give up breastfeeding early because your mother-in-law thinks it's disgusting that you're pulling your boob out at the dinner table, you will regret it. Just make sure that you are centered and aligned before you go on that journey. So much so that every decision you make, you are assured that it is one that is 100% hand on heart your own. And then you won't look back and think, why? A lot of my clients have that. Like, why did I let them tell me that my kid couldn't sleep in the bed next to me? Why did I let them tell me that I should leave the baby for a week and go do an adult trip when I knew with every fiber in my body, I didn't want to do that. Um, and whatever the example might be. There can't be any, any regrets when we're listening to our gut, listening to our intuition. Do you love coffee, but have been told it's bad and needs to be avoided if you're struggling with hormone imbalances like acne, PMS and period problems? Honestly, most coffee out there should be avoided because the majority are contaminated with things like mold and pesticides, which can drive inflammation and those feelings like anxiousness and jitteriness after drinking. But what if I told you there was a coffee option that tastes great, is organic and mold free, and also provides healing properties from reishi mushroom spores? Enter Organo King Coffee, my latest obsession. I didn't drink it for years, because it would always wreck my sleep and leave me feeling like an anxious mess. But King Coffee does the exact opposite. Don't worry, it's not one of those fake coffee alternatives made from herbs. And if you've tried other mushroom coffee brands out there, I promise this one actually tastes good and is way better and provides so many more health benefits. If you haven't already heard of the benefits of reishi mushroom or Ganoderma, then let me give you a quick overview. It's known as the king of medicinal mushroom family due to its superpowers such as supporting healthy immune balance and being an adrenal adaptogen. This means if your immune system's overactive due to autoimmunity, or suppressed because of things like chronic infections, and you're not really sure if your cortisol levels are high or low, the ratio can help to balance things out and it promotes homeostasis within the body. It's also antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, pretty much everything that we want from a product. 
Because of its potency, I'd recommend starting slowly if you're someone who's struggling with more complex chronic health issues or is sensitive. If you're thinking, why can't I just take a reishi mushroom supplement? Good question. Organo use a patented process to gently crack the inner and outer shell, offering 99% bioavailability of the reishi mushroom spores. I also explain this as being like the differences with probiotics. The regular lactobacillus, bifidobacterium options that we can all buy readily in health food shops have some benefit, but nowhere near as much as the spore-based probiotics that I use all the time with clients. Wanting to give Organo King Coffee a try for yourself? Visit vivanaturalhealth.myorganogold.com. This will all be spelled out and linked in the episode show notes and also my bio link on Instagram. I really hope you love it as much as I do, but now let's get back to the show. You mentioned before the um, conscious conception. Is that like a meditative state that you're in? And just thinking, like, what does that entail to, to call in that soul? No, conscious conception is a is 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 a is a conscious decision. The difference between mm. the conscious and the subconscious mind is that the conscious mind is able to rationalize and have an idea or a thought. The subconscious mind runs a program regardless of whether that thing is good. It cannot judge what it is doing. Yeah, it just makes you breathe. It makes you poo. It makes you your period come on. It um. It does everything in the body that's automatic. It blinks, it lubricates the mouth with saliva, all the autonomic, automatic kind of responses. If you are told one day that it's really, really good that you don't breathe for a year and your subconscious thinks, you, somehow your, your conscious mind is switched off and that command gets through to your subconscious mind, it will stop you breathing for a year. It doesn't actually have the ability to rationalize. So it's that thought process that's so important, conscious choice. So it is literally the idea that you announce to the universe, to your husband, to your partner, to yourself, to your body, to your womb, that I am ready, I am open to receive a child, the spirit, the energy of a baby into our lives. And a lot of times people will have an energy block around them because the actual energy of babies hangs out in people's auras. So if people give me permission to look, you can see their kids. It's hilarious. Like anyone could see that if they practiced enough. And sometimes people will not physically make space in their life, not consciously for a child. And a baby won't come in until it sees its space in the world. And so that is what conscious conception is about, an actual decision between two people to open up the womb, the vessel, the energy, the space in the body and in the home for a new soul to incarnate. This person is coming with their own mission and their own vision and their own um, you know, choices and, and all that jazz. And it goes beyond that. And I, I talk about it a little bit in my um, birth course where you can actually connect with the energy of your baby or spirit baby for the whole time that you're pregnant and you can learn all sorts of stuff about them. So I have a really nice meditation because remember that the energy of something of, a, of a, until that person incarnates, they are all knowing and all, you know, they'll tell you what their name is and all sorts of beautiful things. Um, and you can consciously work with um, lots of different stuff and making sure that, that everything is done thoughtfully and 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 consciously. There's no better word for it. Um, and then remember when that baby is born, the, 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 that's how it works. The human mind is wiped and we start off again, relying on you and me to teach our children all the things that we feel and know and sense in our gut that they've come here to learn and that they need to know and that will serve them on their journey, which is why I'm a, such a profound believer in homeschooling. And I just got off the phone with my sister. She's like, oh, she's five years younger than me. And she's like, my friends are also interested in everything you talk about. No one can understand why your kids don't go to school. Like my husband went to Harvard. I was the deputy head girl of like the best girl school in South Africa. And we got the honors degrees and all that jazz. And it's for me, it's the understanding that 
that I don't want to get into it now because I'm going on a tangent, but you know, <laughs> we love everything these that, that <laughs> oh yeah, everything that our children want to learn is 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 beknownst to us. And it's for us as the adult and the parents to impart that knowledge. And not all families stay together, not all families have this, you know, people might say that this is a first world thing, but not really. Like if you have any power to in inspire, educate, um, guide any young children in your life. It is your duty and an absolute honor for you to teach them these things that you think really matter. And that's why we've chosen for them to learn in a different way. But that is what I mean by conscious conception, that every move that you make from the minute you invite this soul consciously into your life to be parented by you is a conscious choice all through to the point that they decide to leave home and then beyond until you leave this earth. Mm. It very like very ties to like manifestation practices, which I'm really interested in. And I wish all couples knew this, but typically it's like, oh, like, should we have a baby? Like, I'll come off the pill. And then like either they get pregnant right away, which isn't typically the best. You want to give your body some preconception prep off the birth control. Or some mm-hmm. people's like periods don't even come back for two years and then they're in this panic of, oh my God, is this actually gonna happen? Um, so with manifestation, they say like if you want to manifest in a partner, do you have time to be like spending time with them? If you're working full time and you're just like busy always, like is there even room in your schedule to meet someone and spend time with someone? So it's the same with a baby. Would you be having time to breastfeed and rest and slow down? Or is the types of workouts that you're doing now going to be suitable? Like you're probably not going to be marathon training when you're pregnant so why don't we act as if you're already pregnant beforehand and get into that energy state that's that's a very beautiful way of consciously conceiving 100 and you said earlier about your 40-day postpartum kind of incubation hibernation period um which i've heard (laughs) of before i think there's like a whole book the first 40 days i think it's called Yes, it's yes. A, I know it's yes. a very like, that's traditional, what... like ancient practice. So it's not like a, a new thing. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know more about that. And especially these foods that you say that you were eating, um, like the sourdough and the good quality butter. Um, I know you're, you're massively intro- into traditional ancestral ways of eating. Um, so could you talk about some of like the foods that you would recommend prioritizing during that time and the reasons why? 100%. The um, first 40 days is such a brilliant book because it kind of modernized this practice, which has been going on for ages. Um, and now living in Dubai, there's a lot of um, Chinese women here. That it's, it's, it's a little bit more of a melting pot than London, actually. And I thought it couldn't really mm. get more melting pot than that. But they've all undertake it. They bind their bellies because you want to encourage the womb to shrink back to size. I talk a lot about castor oil packs on my channel. But the most important thing about this practice, and you can read about it, is the... Um, keeping warm, keeping the energy inside of the body, because in order for a mother to birth, everything opens, the hips open, obviously the vagina opens, the cervix opens, everything blooms like a massive, beautiful flower for this baby to come through. And it takes a long time, 40 days, they say, for you to close back up and for the bones to come back together. And it is believed ancestrally and that actually a lot of negative energies or um, there's a word they call it, I can't think of what the word is, I think it's wetico, wetico, something like that. But that negative energy can get inside of you through drafts, cold food, and just through not looking after yourself. But more so than that, if you are very open and you expend energy, you will be depleted. And so it's a, a lot about keeping warm and keeping energy together. I believe that whether you undergo this practice or not, that you could simply get a corset on Amazon, tighten it up around your body, 
use cast oil packs as much as you can. Stay warm, stay in bed, keep your windows and doors shut. Don't go out into drafts and then incorporate these foods. So broths, soups, stews, lots of hearty, rich, knuckly meats, oxtail stews, um, organic sourdough bread, which thank heavens the most amazing man was making up from the, up the road from where I was at the time. Lots of butter, lots of ghee, lots of good fats. Remember that breast milk is predominantly cholesterol and the baby needs that for the brain. So a lot of all these women that are going on these fad diets and crash diets and trying to starve themselves are really affecting negative behavioral changes in their children. Um, and also, um, you know, you get babies that have failure to thrive or that lose weight because they can't get enough milk. It's actually there's milk and there's milk. How fatty is your milk? How rich is your milk? Are you feeding through to the hind milk, which is the more fattier milks? And also looking, taking care of yourself in that way. If you're eating good quality fats, it will come out in your hair. It will come out in your skin. It will show in every way. Um, again, it's a brainwashing thing where we've been kind of like um, fats have been like villainized and been sold to us as, as as awful. But that was the the kind of round rounded um, idea of what I was eating, like no salads, no cold food, nothing like that. Just warming, warming, warming and uh, doing as really as little as, as you possibly can. I'm going to be doing um, a live um, postpartum uh, two week course, which is coming up probably in um, June. And in that two weeks, I will really go into depth around what all of it means and why and how you can do it in the modern world. Why why you, you don't have to be Chinese and you don't have to um, do it to the extreme that I did. I stayed in my home, didn't move for 40 days. Um, but I, I was like a butterfly that came out of a cocoon. I could never express to anyone what that time did for me. And hilariously, when you're in it, you're like, I can't cope. I'm going to go mad. I've never done so little in my life, especially me, like with businesses and you can sit on your phone you can do what you need to do you can work you can watch a movie you can you know you can't always be journaling and like jujuing and da, 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 you know but um the transformation in me was beyond I could I could never explain it to anyone unless they were like brave enough to do it themselves or some version of it it was very very beautiful I couldn't recommend it enough so it's worth it in the moment even though you feel like you're going crazy but it's it's a month though it's pretty much over a month of your entire life and it's going to benefit your recovery nothing probably going to come oh, out of it yeah. even better doing it that way oh yeah 100 percent. and if someone's listening to this after june i'm guessing you're doing that pre-recorded um option as well yes yeah. i'll actually let you know um so you can share it with your audience as yeah. well um i always as i said like in energy through instagram is so powerful and you'll get everything you want in the in the in the um in the recording but obviously it's nice to join the live and i'll announce those dates probably in the next three weeks or something yeah you're definitely a great account to follow like so many different um subjects that you cover like today like multi-passionate which i love and just very straight to the point just telling people what they need to hear um, and i'm guessing based off your dietary choices you're not a huge fan of a vegan diet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I first started realizing that I disliked um, and then moved on to disrespected and then moved on to really was saddened by the vegan diet um, when I started Us Organic because I had women very discreetly reaching out to me that were pregnant that had been vegan for 10, 20, 30 years. And most of them had a very strong following on Instagram and they were just flailing in the pregnancy, not coping at all dying for meat walking past meat counters dreaming of meat thinking of meat and just saying like do, do, you know can i have chicken broth or beef broth um and don't tell anyone much. Yeah. yeah 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 and i just thought oh my gosh what are you guys doing and mm. actually um hilariously i now work with three or four of those women who are 
carnivores to the max, not like carnivores in the carnivore diet, but completely inspired by animal foods. And because I think what happens is that veganism through pregnancy weakens um, the body, then the body starts to leach calcium and other minerals that it should get from meat, glycine and amino acids from things like red meat. Um, and I advocate for red meat and lamb a billion times over chicken and fish. Um, but everything has its place. And so the body would then leach what it's not getting through the teeth and through the hair. And, and then you see those women, that's why the NHS gives women free dentistry work because for, for women that are malnourished and they might not know it, their teeth get very weak in pregnancy. Um, and then what would happen is that by the time that child, who they've probably, probably raised vegan, turns seven, eight, nine, their teeth were completely depleted, falling apart, mm. crumbling and, and disintegrating. And so it's... I just always say to people, I, I don't demonize anything, but I do respect and disrespect things. And for the vegan diet, it's 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 just proven the health de the detriment that it has on health. Number one, number two, if we look to our ancestors, like you noted, I do for everything. Tradition, not trained, is like a big thing that we're always saying across all the three businesses. We would not be here today if our ancestors hadn't learned how to hunt meat, use the skin for warmth, eat the liver, the heart, the eyes, the fat, all that kind of stuff. We would not have survived as a human race. And I don't know what planet Earth would have looked like. And for me, that's mm. just kind of enough. And those nutrients like the cholesterol day. helps our brains to develop so that we can do all of that. All stuff. of it. And, and, and you will, I mean, I wanted to practice what I preached and I think it was in 20, I don't know, a long time ago. I did three weeks without meat. I was ill. And mm. I actually know that I am of African descent. Like I, my family were originally European and then came down to Africa and South Africa. Um, and so you can also work a lot with your heritage, your ancestry. So you don't have to eat all meat, but I thrive on red meat. My body thrives on red meat. Um, and I also teach my clients and my mastermind about natural like kinesiology, how to work with the energy of your own body and muscle test stuff. So you could figure out by holding anything that you want to eat or don't want to eat, whether it's going to weaken your body or hold and be a very strong and resilient match for the energy of your body. Everything is energy and the energy and the calories and the nutrient um, density of food is probably where most people are going wrong because most of the stuff people are eating today is, should not be allowed to be called food. Right. And on paper, a vegan diet sounds good in principle. Like I'd love to not have to eat animals like because I, I love animals, but it just doesn't work. Like That's how we are human at the end of the day. No, it's a cycle of life. And I mean, I walk on the beach here every morning and um, every single morning I see like... Um, cranes and big uh i don't know what that bird is it's like a black heron and they just they chase these little fish scare them out of their pants and then catch them and i'm like oh little fishy but mr heron ain't gonna be living another week or another month or another year unless he does what his body needs and that is the cycle of life nature is that's why fierce nature is called fierce nature because nature can obliterate something in a second and then rebloom it in a minute later and we have to follow the natural cyclical cycles of you know, of everything like we do with our cycles as a woman and, and the way that things die and then they regrow. And it's just a natural way that, 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 that we, we eat meat in order to thrive. Um, and that doesn't mean we love animals any less or disrespect them. In fact, people that are interested in using meat to thrive and nourish their body, we are the ones who are pushing for grass-fed farming, who are pushing for healthier treatment of animals and who are moving away from this commercial 
farming and um, all these practices that are not sustainable and detrimental to animal to animal and, and planet. We are absolutely promoting like ethical farming and regenerative agriculture and all of that good stuff, organic food. Um, so speaking of your other company, I'm, I think this came after Ossa um, because of your superhero ingredients, Hello. But yeah, tell us the yes. benefits of your products with Fierce um, Nature Skincare. And also I want to talk about things like the toxins that we can typically find in conventional skincare products um, and the benefits of sun exposure, which is typically brilliant. So, again, in the modern world. But if you yeah, haven't learned, like, this, the, the mainstream advice isn't like what we should be following. No, I mean, I don't read the news anymore. And my husband always jokes, he's like, did you know that this happened in the world? I'm like, did it happen? Did it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't advocate for any mainstream food pyramids or any advice, really. There's some beautiful and amazing blogs and channels that you can tune into and connect with. And just remember that to, to always have discernment for anything that you read or listen to that's outside of your own sense of knowing, you know. But, yeah, the... um. The um, ingredients of tallow was interesting to me. In 2015, I literally woke up one day and I was like, I have to get tallow back into the mainstream. It's used for everything, to polish boots, for soaps, for creams, for hair, for skin, for eating, the nutrient density of it. You see in those like Thrive to Survive, going to the desert for the 100 days thing, they're all looking for the fat, they're saving the fat, they're eating the fat. And um, I remember we had friends around for a braai, which is like South African barbecue. And they were like, so the husband was like, so you're going to take fat and then put it in a jar and then sell it i'm like yeah beef fat <laughs> exactly and he was that. just like i just couldn't couldn't get his head around it and from that very moment tallow took off we had people emailing us from all over europe asking for it in five liter buckets and i was like people really get it thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um and then it came out that the russian royal family had for, for millennia used tallow on their skin and when my first son was born, it was the only thing I would use on his skin. And I was making it myself from the glass jars of Ossetello with a little bit of olive oil, sometimes jojoba, sometimes coconut, messing around, whatever. My sister was like, what are you doing? Then she started to use it, couldn't use anything else. And just a little bit like the bone broth, I was handing it out to kind of everyone. And um, I, I talk about this in, in, in my mastermind and on my channels. When you become so clear in yourself. You won't need to be sitting there every day going, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know what my idea is and I don't know how to do it. And when you are clear in yourself, your idea will jump out of your soul onto a piece of paper and it will be like, you know, you can't stop yourself. And for years, I just knew this is what I needed to do. And when the time was right after Bo, my third son was born, I just, I just like, I just phoned um, someone and I'm like, I just, I don't know, I've got to get this thing, like I've got to register this company. Tell her, is um, bioavailable to the skin. That's the main thing. So the, the, when you put it on the skin, the body actually recognizes it. It's akin to sebum. Um, and so many people are afraid of like sebum in the skin. That's what causes pimples and acne and, you know, um, medications like Rakuten actually stunt sebum production in the skin, which is where people get that red, very dry, like thin skin that almost is like very pulled. You can spot someone on that medication from quite far off. Tallow actually... After um, you've, your skin's got used to it, it balances the sebum production in the skin, which is why it is so good for people that have cystic acne, acne, rosacea, et cetera. But people are, again, so scared of what they've been told by the mainstream that they'd far rather rub like a petroleum-based uh, product on 
on their face. Most creams that we are encouraged to use sit like a film on top of the skin, a thin layer on top of the skin. They don't actually absorb into the skin like food. And that's the difference between tallow. It is like feeding your skin. Once you use it, you, it's very hard to go back. And really a big ethos for me about the brand was this multi-use, 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 like stopping women from thinking that you need to be in front of the mirror for 40 minutes in the morning and the evening, like patting in this eye cream and then the serum and then this, da, 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 da. when in actual fact, you can have one general all over um, emollient for your skin that is non-toxic and feeding your skin. And then also that you understand that the way in which your skin looks and the way in which you age has got like 10% to do with what you put on your skin and 90% to do with the story you tell yourself and what you believe about how you will age etc etc people don't really understand that and that's very powerful Mm -hmm. and also like eating all of that good fat so internally hugely so eating fat is a massive precursor for like uh, elastic healthy glowing 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 skin um and saturated fat has been oh my husband just bought me some tea Oh, <laughs> I know. Honestly, I, mean, he's a great I was just guy. drinking my kids' water. Yeah, you're <laughs> Thanks. Um, and he, he knows because I like it with um, um, ginger, mint, and um, from our garden. Mm, so we don't use tea bags anymore. You yeah. know, and that's like a massive saving as well as buying like half the planet of non-plastic tea bags. Yeah, like the microplastics. We want to be aware of that. There's um, so much, isn't there, that we yeah. need to be mindful of. There's so we, much we being aware of. Perfectly, like sometimes it's convenient to have no. a tea bag every now and again, but we just have to make these yeah, small and that's decisions a bit, when we can. A hundred percent, and I really love that. Like I, I always say to people, to my mastermind guys, at the end of the week, don't panic, don't think you're not doing enough. Da 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 da. Everything comes to you at the right time, and even the smallest amounts of change make a big difference. That's why tallow skincare makes a massive big difference. Eating tallow, eating good fats, eating foods, and you can have the eighty twenty rule. But as long as you get your mind right, I promise you, it changes absolutely everything and it goes back to what we talked about when we started which was that resilience if your body is resilient and really healthy you can eat burgers for a week and you can put tea bags until you're blue in the face it's not going to touch sides the body is the most magnificent detoxing machine you cannot believe what we are capable of so get your get the groundwork in and then you know like you could do anything and tell us about the um sunscreen that you made with the tallow I would love to try that one just because it it's completely different to the regular chemical ones on the market. This one has like mineral sunscreens, I'm pretty sure. Um, and people would, I think they go back to what people were doing in the 80s, just thinking that you're rubbing like butter or something on your body and you're just going to like fry <laughs> to a crisp. <laughs> yeah the, the sun case. cream is amazing um so our, our kind of like base level sun cream is launched which is um 90% tallow and it, we use non-nano zinc which is a mineral really good for the skin in fact if you go to the doctor and you tell them that you've got like nappy rash or your baby's suffering with nappy rash or whatever which they won't do by the way if you don't use um if you use reusable nappies which I did for my third kid not my first and second um, they will give you a pseudocreme and pseudocreme is white because it uses zinc I don't know if there's this is most likely nano zinc nano zinc means that the particles of zinc are um, coated in titanium dioxide and it has other benefits but titanium dioxide is something you don't really want to be using on your skin so we use non-nano zinc which is uncoated and zinc is a mineral that reflects the light of the sun so basically when the rays of the sun shine onto your skin the zinc is a mineral deflection um, the commercial based sun creams use chemicals a, com- a, a, a myriad of chemicals that absorb the rays of the sun into the skin um, into the chemicals apologies so that 
they don't hit the skin. So they both do the same thing, but one is a myriad of chemicals that is also absorbed into your skin. And you will see a number of people, they don't talk about it enough, that are very, very allergic to sun cream or kids that actually burn from sun cream. Once you become aware of the toxicity of sun cream, you'll smell it from a mile off when you're on the beach next time. So ours is mineral-based and we're busy working on a very, very exciting, more higher-end kind of version of our sun cream, which will come in different tints. So it could be worn almost like a foundation. It will look very liquid, like almost like a foundation. We use turmeric, cinnamon and nutmeg. Don't even ask me about the proportions. We've spent that week trying to fiddle around to get all the like different colors. Yeah, like stained um, orange skin for a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like too much. <laughs> too much but um and then we're putting in there um vitamin c vitamin e and then obviously the the zinc so sun cream can be for some women they like to wear sun cream every single day on their face um and that's a really kind of nice natural perspective and we also do a little stick for men like um and men and women especially if you're like cycling on a bike and you've got one hand or you're on the ski slopes or something like that but advocate first really for safe sun exposure which means don't live your life never putting your your skin in the sun my mastermind opened in january with an hour on photons and how people don't understand that our light the, the light from the sun the radiant energy from the sun interacts with the skin by our skin absorbing photons which is little packets of information from radiant energy from the sun that helps balance our hormones helps um synthesize create and synthesize vitamin d in our body and does a whole bunch of beautiful healing processes when it comes to hormones and homeostasis in our body so imagine you never actually get that it's like never grounding yourself the same thing happens when we put our feet on the earth and we pull up radiant energy from the center of the earth the schumann resonance we were talking about the actual frequency of the earth the natural electromagnetic frequency of the earth same goes for the sun so if you're never putting yourself in the sun you're going to be sicker than if you did and um vitamin d is assimilated at six to eight in the morning, sunrise and sunset, and you won't burn at that time. So please don't like go out in 50 factor at nine in the morning, you know, just get to know your body. Um, and then you can take it a step further and learn about how um, oxidative processes in the body um, occur more rapidly and are more rampant in people that eat seed oils and toxic um, um, processed foods, but sunflower seed, rapeseed, all those oils that are added into dressings, mayonnaises, and hidden in all sorts of foods that you're sold, those are actually causing you to burn. And I won't get into it here now, but if you move to a more primal ancestral diet and you move to natural fats like tallow and ghee, butter, other things like that, your skin will naturally be, have less oxidative stress and will burn less and you will be, uh, you know, much more friendly with the sun. And that's why, so there's that's a why lot of skin cancer is on the rise, not because we go out for 10 minutes a day, walk into the car and then go and sit in a box in an office. Um, and a lot of ingredients, well, some ingredients in conventional sunscreens are linked to skin cancer as well. Like, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that we're the most like skin, uh, the most sun phobic that we've ever been. And we're so protective with our skin, yet skin cancer's the highest rates it's ever been. It just doesn't add up, does it? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, follow the follow the trail. <laughs> yep. And I can't let you go. So we were speaking before um I hit record and you just touched on it then, but the what did you call it? So I called it geopathic stress, um, geomet sacred geometric healing. Um, I asked you if they were the same because I had someone on years ago now called Lennon Stafford. It was an episode that I spoke about 5G, EMFs, and he basically um, spoke about geopathic stress. So, yeah, I'd love for you to give us a couple of minutes of education on geometric healing. Great. So the two are very different, but they are very connected as well. So I'll give you a, a quick overview on both. Um, 
So uh, sacred geometry is basically the ancient kind of practice of symbols, imaging, and shapes, which occur in nature and in science. So a perfect example of that is like the Fibonacci sequence, or even if you were to map using sacred geometry, different shapes and angles, a flower in bloom, or any kind of things in nature, they all are related to triangles, pyramids, and other angles and shapes that we call sacred geometry. Most churches, temples, and mosques are built in accordance with sacred geometric symbols because it connects that, that energy of that building to the earth. I've spent the last year learning from a land biologist and doing everything in my house around connecting to sacred geometric imaging, healing, um, shapes within the home, which also connects to feng shui, making sure that the chi of the home is always full and free flowing. And that links very closely to the second topic we discussed there, which is geopathic stress. So the way to best describe that is that the earth, as I talked about earlier, has its own resonance, which is called the Schumann resonance. I think it's 7.53 hertz, something like that. But this resonance is very, very bioavailable, like tallow is to the skin, to the energy of our body. Whereas electromagnetic frequency from a 5G tower is not at all bioavailable. It's seen as foreign to the energy of our body. So when people go out and say, oh, it's so important that you ground and that you connect to nature and you forest bathe and you da 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 all you are doing then is allowing your body to heal by connecting to the Schumann resonance, this geopathic energy that comes through the earth. You can do that by simply stumping your feet on the ground. Even right now, you can do it, getting your feet bare and getting them out into the into the soil, into the grass, into the into the um, earth. And it is said scientifically to balance out the body, to keep to reintroduce homeostasis if you're feeling stressed, to to dampen down any adrenal fatigue, and to really make a feeling of hope and openness and joy scientifically. So that's why we talk about grounding. What can happen is that underneath the earth, there's what we call ley lines, which can be tram tracks, lines that have been dug for pipes, or could just be natural waterways or areas of stress through volcanic activity. If we are living on a patch of land where stress, geopathic stress, stress underneath the layers of the earth is present, it will affect our health. So you will see in certain houses, back in the day, they used to have what was called cancer houses, where everyone in that house, for some reason, unbeknownst to anyone, had cancer for years and years and years and years, for as long as that house was a home to people. That would be a house that is on a line, a ley line or an area of geopathic stress. And so in that instance, you could do something as simple as what we were discussing earlier, like move your bed or you could work with traditional land biologists who will come and douse and measure the, if there's any area of distortion. It has been proven that if we are disconnected from the Schumann residence, this energy from the earth, our body distorts. And if people's beds are on areas of geopathic stress, I don't know if you've noticed, some people would say, oh, I'm always waking up in the top left-hand corner of my bed. I have this huge big double bed and I don't sprawl out. Naturally, our body will avoid these areas. And so they say that stuff like sudden infant death syndrome, colicky children, children that cry at night, nightmares, these could be as a result of geopathic stress, cancerous, and all sorts of other issues can arise. And I did say to you that it's a proven fact that the royal family won't spend a night anywhere that hasn't been assessed for geopathic stress, whether it be a hotel, an Airbnb, matters not. So it is important. And different to that then is, and I teach on my mastermind how you can overcome this and how you can work with people to understand it and, and whether or not it's important to you. But pets are very aware of it. Cats move to energy of geopathic stress because they like the heat and where there's dis-ease or stress on the earth, there's heat. 
dogs don't like it. So they might, you know, they might be, you could notice funny things. Uh, dogs that get cancer, that could often be a sign, a story for another day. But geopa uh, ge geometric, um, sacred, geopath sacred geometry um, and healing in that space is looking at the shapes the sacred geometric shapes of people's auras. And that's something I've always learned through my years of practice in the church, which we started off with talking about. Um, and I always just want to caveat that actually saying the word church here is that nothing of the work that I do is outside of like my connection to God and, and, and source and all that beautiful stuff, because everything is energy. God is one big massive source of pure love energy. So this is just practicing to see those energies and it's beautiful once you see it, but sacred um, uh, geometric, like the imprinting is where you can actually, I can actually see that the shape of a person individually and the shape that a couple form together. You can see where there's sharp edges and you can see where things are out of track. If a couple's having trouble and they don't quite know what's, what's prickling them. Um, so it's a really interesting practice because everything like water um, I can't remember his name, that amazing scientist that used to, that did that experiment where he talked to water with love and he talked to water with hate and the sacred shape, the crystalline effect that it had on that water. That is the imaging that you could see in the energy of people as well. And you can then quickly see where there's distortion and um, awful energy and where there's beauty and, and connectedness and how you can fix that. So that's something I love to do. And I've just been honored that, on my mastermind, there are couples and in my retreat that I'm running this weekend in South Africa, there's actually three couples coming. Um, and that is for me beautiful because we need to up level in life together as our own individual people. But you manifest faster and you create much faster if you are united in the vision on the mission that you're headed towards as a family. Oh, I find it so fascinating. And I remember being just mind blown with Leonard's episode. He works with a lot of chronic illness people in the UK and he said he's had people with um, like terminal cancer pretty much or like late stage cancer and they're sleeping on a ley line or a cross line and they move their bed and they go into remission um, one of my yes. friends she's worked with another practitioner and she's now with her two young girls sleep all sleeping in the same bed in her kids room because she realized her her bedroom is like on a on a line it's not a good fit and they've always struggled to sleep in that bedroom so now they're trying to do the best that they can in that situation so yeah i just find it so fascinating Amazing. yeah so we got time for five quick fire questions um just to get to know you a little bit more i'm sure everyone loves you already so far from the, the gold <laughs> information that you're sharing um so the first one is what's something that you do daily to stay in hormonal harmony Mm, um, walking 100% I think it's highly underrated it was like Winston Churchill who said that walking meetings are the most underrated things I encourage all my mastermind members to listen to my hour teaching each week while they walk um, I walk at least an hour every day and if I don't I, I feel it it's, there's no pressure in it there's no nothing in it but it, it gets lymph flowing it helps detox it's a form of exorcist it's a walking meditation it gets you out of your comfort zone and it gets um, you know it 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 just I suppose grounds you to the earth stomping. So um couldn't recommend it more. And you're talking about walking outside, not in the gym. I mean, do what you do what you can. You know what British weather's like if it's like minus yes. three degrees. I, I think you could get no, it's a very, very, very good point, actually. Um if you can, outside is best, but if you can walk on a treadmill without staring at a screen and just try and zone out or at least have some version of a beautiful view, even if it is raining and, and, but you're seeing something quite nice, 
very, very valuable. Or if you save it up for times where you can walk um, and you do get outside, it, probably that would be the best. But um, walking in any which way you can, putting your earphones in, um, wired ones like yours, I'm a big advocate for move, people moving away from the um, wireless anything. Um, and just walking, even if you've got a hoodie or an umbrella, like it will do you the world of good. Agreed. Second one is, um, is there a book that you would recommend on any of these different subjects? like personal development, nutrition, mindset, yeah, I'm if I moved my camera, you would cry. I think I've got about <laughs> 50 books just piled up. Like I, I, I refer to all of them. Every book that I ever buy, I write the date that I buy the book. And then I write the date that I start to read the book. And sometimes they're years apart. They really do talk about the energy of a book coming to you at the right time. So I guess I'll just pick one from the list in front of me. Um, I'm going to be teaching a little bit about this at my, um, um, at my retreats this year of which I'm running three this book I love it's called the book of um, ceremony from Sandra Ingerman and it is literally about like ceremony in your everyday life like making like little ceremonies out of everything children do this for everything you know co collecting rocks and sticks and making a little I mean it gets so much deeper than that and and I don't want to um under undermine it but a perfect example is on my son's first birthday instead of us having like all the traditional first birthday things we created ceremony and we got everyone to try tie a wish for his life onto um a tree that i planted on the day he was born that's a perfect example of celebrating ceremony in life so that book is beautiful and the second one i'd highly recommend which i recommend to everyone is um the artist's way if no one's read that book it's it's a workbook. So you just read one chapter at a time. It's on my Amazon shop. I have an Amazon shop on the link in my bio with a number of books that I recommend. But The Artist's Way is beautiful. I won't give too much away. It is a workbook and I absolutely loved it. It will. It's just one chapter a week and then do the lessons and let me know what you think. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, my whole life will change. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I want to hear what you think. I hope I've not read it. So that will be going on my Amazon list. Um, third one is, is there a product that you couldn't live without? So this could be a supplement, one of your skincare products, a food, a herb. Um, I, I mean, all my products, obviously I'm biased in, in, in saying any of them, like my, my, my desk care also, like I've got the Lux Balm, the Mag Balm. I never go on Zoom without the little rose tint balm because it always makes me look 10 times better in one second flat. But outside of that, if I wasn't to be referring a product to one of my own companies, which would seem weird, um, <laughs> I would say that I've just started to work with ionized water. And this is a machine that you have to buy. So effectively, it is kind of a product. But there's different machines on the market. And the one that's kind of well known is a fortune. And I've sourced one that I absolutely love. And I recommend it. It's also on, on, on my bio. But Ionized water, I can't now live without. I've actually learned about a pH five water, which is a beauty water. And I keep it here at my desk. So like, <laughs> like just use it like that, spritz, and it gives you like a, a little bit of hydration. And it is literally the right pH for your skin. So it works like a toner, like a moisturizer, like a cleanser. And I also use it to wash my hair. And then through my ionization machine, I make pH uh, 2.5, which is a very acidic water, which is good for rashes and eczema. Then we only drink pH 8.5 water, which has been very healing by way of water being one of the most healing pieces of information we can give into our body. And then you can make a very alkaline water, pH 11.5, which I use to wash fruits and vegetables. And you can actually wash kitchen countertops and stuff. So ionized water in the last 18 months has been something I don't think I could live without. I cannot wait I'll be traveling with my machine. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, another little gadget, but if it's for health, like I will invest. 
That's how I yeah, learned. I'm talking more about it on my channel and I'll share with you. And I've also got a discount code for the machine that I do recommend, which is made in the same factory as the machine that everyone else is buying, but it's like a fourth of the price, mm -hmm. which is the same for everything, by the way. Like if you like Burberry or any of these big brand lipsticks, which by the way, contain a lot of lead and toxic chemicals. I don't need to tell you that. Some women just love them. All lipsticks and all makeup products mainstream are made, made in like one of three of the same factories. So um, just do your research, you know, and try and move away from all of that. But my point is that um, I, I really have found a company that I'm quite happy with and I'd be very happy to share. Um, and I'll be teaching a little bit about why ionized water and how to use it and how you can chuck out cleaning products and like um, uh, toners and other things in your life um, and, and why it makes such a big difference um, for, for your health. the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Water. It's like written about in the Bible. I know. Water for healing water. <laughs> um, and what's next to come from you in your businesses? So you said that there's a, a new formulation of the sunscreen coming with Fierce Nature. Um, yeah, just in your life, I'm sure that your brain's always coming up with new ideas, new businesses. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'd love to know, can we expect anything? If, you, if you're able to share, I know there might be some things like secrets. Yeah, um, we are... Um, I've, I've, I've merged all my brands now underneath an umbrella, which I call Kinetic Limited. And um, our mission is to get as many people as possible inspired by um, connecting to themselves. Exactly what I talked about at the beginning, natural healing and, and, and getting people to feel like they can work as their own doctor until they have a trauma or something they really, really need uh, medical support for. So I'm hoping I am bringing out um, at-home homeopathic kit, which is a little kit of... 20 or 30 remedies that are labeled in such a way and pre-mixed in such a way that it would be like having a homeopath on your doorstep, but they're called like injury, um, fever, teething pain, bloating, sleeplessness, anxiety, and a little book that gives you all the introductions as to how to use this kit. I don't go anywhere without it. I've medicated all my children through homeopathy for nine years. I'm not a homeopath. I don't want to become a homeopath, but I've learned from so, so much from homeopathy. And this is almost like a little medical aid kit for for everyone. And so that's something I want to, we'll be bringing out under the kinetic blueprint. And it, it just is such a nice way for people to work with homeopathy without having to pay a homeopathy a homeopathist, which I, I I think that a practitioner is vital if you're dealing with a specific issue. Issue, but if you just want to quickly help your kid get through a fever, homeopathy works opposite to medical uh, modern medicine. Modern medicine works through suppression, which is why we have so many weaknesses in our body because we're constantly suppressing. Homeopathy supports the body to push out and heal the symptoms that it's dealing with. So it's a quick and easy little kit, and I'm really really passionate about that. I'm going to continue to teach more and more and more. And as I told you when I started mostly dedicating my time to producing content and encouraging people to take the leap of trusting me uh, or, or anyone that they trust in my space to uncover natural healing connection to self self-worth and look at issues that they're having with their gut trauma toxic load in their life and then to continue to just be the best version of ourselves at fierce and also the best products that we can we can um, make sure that our quality is always there, that our sourcing is always there, that our team are honored with customer service and that people feel like if they're looking to move to this natural life, that they have some solutions in that space. Because that was what was hard for me all those years ago in 2011, 2012, when I didn't know where to get any bone broth and I was trying to like hand cook tallow and make my own this and my own that. And, you know, the world is busy enough as it is. So just providing people that come onto the Kinetic Blueprints platform and want to learn providing them with physical solutions as as well. I love that you say that with your products um, online. You're like, I, I can give you the recipe for our bone broths and how to make the skincare, but 
most people want convenience these days so it's there if you want to do it yourself and maybe save some money but it's also the time that you're investing in that and yeah either way amazing Um, and homeopathy i had my first experience with it last year Um, i was dealing with a wisdom tooth infection Um, so my wisdom tooth was coming through i got like a raspberry seed stuck in there and then it just caused like this big infection and i really didn't want to do antibiotics now that my gut is healed for the first time in years um turned to homeopathy and yeah have been like obsessed with it ever since i'm like why did i not know about this um and i'm going on holiday on friday and i've got like a tiny bit of room left in my suitcase and i'm like i need to take my homeopathy case i'm like i don't care if (laughs) i have to pay extra like (laughs) charges or anything like that i'm like i'm bringing this kit just in case that is amazing. Well, I'd love to hear more about your kit and I'll definitely share um, my kit with you when it's ready for for new moms and parents and anyone who's new to it. Because like you, um, I, I grew up being told like, well, why are you, you know, homeopathy people are like, you just don't go there. You know, that's what like I was told. Like, why would you ever and functional medicine practitioners, they got, get called quacks and stuff, but homeopathy yeah. on another level. Quack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And and it's a shame. And so that could be our joint mission to, to re-inspire people that they discover homeopathy before they're, you know, before it's and then luckily for you and I, it's not at all too late. It's perfect timing as it's meant to be. But that's a mission that I'm definitely behind. Um and and I'm not a homeopath myself, but it's a super easy way to treat your family. And I teach about it on my mastermind for like deworming around the full moon and using homeopathy for all sorts of amazing stuff and it really does just help the body strengthen and support the body in every single process and um yeah that's amazing that you you managed to do that and you went through that and you um you know took the the time and the energy to go that route and it was it was very much how i am now with the medical system because i was in such severe pain i couldn't open my jaw i took the the painkillers for a few days and then i was like right i can't keep doing this so within a few doses of i think it was chamomilla which is one that they use for teething, my pain had gone within 10 yeah. minutes. So yes, I was like, yes, this, yes, if it was yes. placebo, like I, I took other remedies and they didn't work from the homeopathy because it has to be specific, doesn't it, based on the symptom, how it's presenting. So if it was if it was placebo, I could I could have took the first one and it worked, but it didn't. It was that specific remedy. Um, my sister-in-law's pregnant at the moment with her first baby. And she's kind of, my brother's more into like the natural health world just from my influence, but... I'm really trying to get her like learning about homeopathy and having a little kit yeah. because it can be amazing for pregnant women, babies. There's there's a lot of supplements oh, and things that are a game changer. The homeopathy. Yeah, it's a game changer. And especially when stuff is like in your instance, it's very true. Like a, a practitioner that needs to call out a specific incidence is you they're they're golden. Golden. But I'll 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 let you have a look at the um uh, when when the kids are ready you can have a look and see that it is someone like a new mother in the middle of the night that can just pull out teething pain and fever or colic or constipation or um and support the body like that trusting in there and 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 something like that just teaches you more and more to trust your own decision. No one knows better in the middle of the night um with a screaming baby than the mom of that baby. You know we can you're so deeply connected and the more you learn how to lean into that, the more strong and more powerful you become as that mother, as you grow for yourself and for your family. And I'm sure there's moments that are like, I'll try anything. Like, I don't believe in it, but let's yes. just give it a go. And then they all of a sudden realize, oh, it actually does work. I've definitely yes. heard that before. There's something to be said. 
there is something to be said for the own person's energy. You know, if you're someone that's like, oh, this is an absolute road of rubbish and this, this, that, and the next thing, you know, your energy is very, very powerful. That's why we say to people, be careful, you know, of your energy. Mm. <laughs> be careful of it. If you're not aware of how bad and the nocebo effect your your mind oh yes 100% 100% um uh, the the last a statement I would add to that was like the power of thought is like two people go to a hospital um and they could be equally as sick and one person's going I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and guess what they die Mm -hmm. and we've heard like (laughs) people getting missed cancer diagnosis told they're gonna they've got three weeks three months to live yeah they die and then they actually didn't have cancer to begin with all these yeah, fake yeah. surgeries they're told they've had like knee surgery and um, they've seen it on a video but it's just a fake video and the knee gets better and they've just mm-hmm. sewed it back up they've done nothing inside everything is energy like there was a big court case um recently i think a doctor was fined like half a million pounds or maybe more because the patient had left their cell phone on in the treatment and they'd gone in for like hemorrhoid treatment. Someone told them they'd had hemorrhoids and they were in so much pain and they weren't able to move, whatever. The doctor like slices them open and anesthetizes them. And they're chatting amongst each other about this like fat blob on the table. And he doesn't know anything about anything. And then the, you hear the doctor saying, he doesn't even have one hemorrhoid inside, but I'm just going to put hemorrhoids down because of whatever she was muttering, probably because she gets some kind of payback or there's oh, some kind God. of medication or the operation's more expensive or whatever. And, this guy listened to the recording afterwards and sued her to hell and back. And people think that like, there's this like great power in, 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 um, in the medical system. These are just human beings that have studied textbooks. Like not, they don't know anything more than the next person. And there is a lot of malpractice and I'm not saying all doctors, there are amazing, 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 amazing people in that space. But in this instance, how Mm. scary is that, you know? Mm. And so don't believe everything you hear. And that's why I always teach what I said earlier sit in front of a doctor and have a strong understanding of what they're saying and have a strong understanding of yourself and how it lands and you're going to feel comfortable or not and that's your sign as to whether you proceed with that person as the carer of your life or you don't most of the appointments i've been in they don't even like give me eye contact they're just back turned laptop <laughs> like open yeah. and like or called me the wrong name i've had that multiple times wrong like, name good... and hurry it up hurry it up yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you got All five minutes in there let's well. get to the point but um, yeah, that's yeah. something I'm definitely, if I have any future doctor's appointments, I don't have like any plan to anytime soon, um, but mm-hmm. I'm open to it if needed, but I'm definitely going to keep my phone on like recording voice memos, yeah. see what I can find. Yeah. What, yeah. What yeah. Talking about. And don't feel afraid to ask questions with, there's always that like idea that you're just the stupid person who's taking up their time, but like, you, you well, know, it's your body. And, like, oh, yeah. like if you've been on Dr. Google again, if you, if you do try to say something, so you really need to stand your ground and go in confident um because you know your body better than anyone does even like the most 100%. knowledgeable doctor ever i couldn't 100%. agree more um so very last question catherine before i let you go finally um is where can people <laughs> find you and your products online like social media very active on there so yeah was the best place for people to get um in touch if they want to work with you or find some of your products Thanks. Yeah, the base place is my channel, which is at Catherine underscore Farrant, F-A-R-R-A-N-T. Um, and then my um, this elite platform, this content platform that I talked about where I run my mastermind, my courses and my three retreats is called the Kinetic Blueprint. But you'll find that as well as Us Organic and Fierce Nature, my two product businesses through my personal page. And yeah, I warmly invite anyone listening to come and join in September. I have an in-person retreat um, happening in a, the most beautiful, like, woodland area of west sussex with saunas and yurts and fires and all this beautiful stuff 
from the 22nd to the 24th of September, and then a bit more of a luxurious retreat um, because you can't, you can't, you don't have to not be luxury and be natural. You know, people always say that like, oh, but you have nice clothes and sometimes you have like a branded handbag and you have a nice car. And I'm like, and? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you can, the, the Dubai is more of a luxurious experience, but it's going to be really beautiful salt cave rooms, and saunas and all that jazz. Um, and that's in November. And then obviously my retreat this weekend in South Africa, which is, uh, the doors are now closed, but that's where you can find me. That's where I'll be in person this year. Um, and then my mastermind is is rolling. So always open. And I have all my courses up on my uh, channel. If you want to learn more about birth or eczema or any of the other kind of specialist areas that I teach about. I will link all of those in the episode show notes. Honestly, this has been amazing. It's been one of my favorite podcasts I've ever recorded. And I've been running this oh. since like 2018, 2019, like hundreds of episodes I've done. This has been one of my favorite. Oh, wow. I feel like we like have a lot of similar views on things. Um, we're into similar things too. And I just can't thank you enough for all of this like information. We could have gone on for like four hours, I'm sure. And I would love to have oh, you yeah, back yeah. on again, maybe to talk about things like homeschooling. Um, because I know a lot of people are interested but they're just so scared to actually like look into it or they just feel like it's just not a thing especially in the UK so yeah I'd love to know your experience with that and so many other things um, in the future your homeopathy hit if you're willing to come back on Um, but yeah thank you so much for your time and it was amazing to connect with you it was amazing Vivian thank you for having me thank you everyone for listening and I will take you up on that offer I would love to come back on and I'll see you then thank you so much I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top-level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.